0: everybody, this is episode 120, but we've got a new name. We're called Better Presentations and More Sales. So why the change? I'll explain. You're listening to the Better Presentations, More Sales podcast with Trevor Lee. Tune in each week for top tips and ideas to deliver in-person and online presentations, demos, sales pitches and webinars that will help grow your sales. And now, here's your host, Trevor Lee. Hey, everybody. This is Trevor Lee, and this is the Better Presentations More Sales Podcast, formerly known as the Sales and Presentation Podcast. And and right at the beginning of all this, back in episode 1 to 19, it was called Attracting and Retaining Customers, How Things Evolve. So why have I made this change? Well, I've made this change because I've realised for those of you tuned in last week, you'll know that I'm very passionate about both presentations and sales. And what I wanted to do is I wanted to show you that they're really important together. So if you're good at presentations, then you will create more sales. And that's just not, that's just not ordinary, you know, everyday presentations. That's things like de- demos, sales pitches. It's even the way you run meetings, both with clients and, you know, internally as well, as well as webinars. So there's lots of exciting things I want to share with you going forward. And I'm, re- I'm really excited about this change of emphasis and uh, i've also changed quite a lot of the information on my website all my products have changed around this as well so uh, anyway lots of exciting things going on so in this episode which is going out at the you know the second week in july i'm sharing tips for those of you who are used to face to face in person activity but you now find yourself returning from furlough and the prospect of course of that that face to face is going to be replaced you're not going to be going on site anymore or not for a while or maybe not as much but you're going to be doing things virtually, so you've got to get used to the idea of using virtual face-to-face meetings for the way that you you know you would normally do in person. Now, some of you will have been you know working during lockdown and you've got used to this. So hopefully, I can share a few thoughts and ideas with you on that. Some of you will be returning to work or planning to return to work now, and you'll be thinking, "Cracky, you know, I'm, what am I going to do? How am I going to cope with this?" So here's a few tips and ideas. I've got six tips for you today in today's episode, which I hope will help you make that conversion, that transition from what you've been used to, which is more than not face-to-face visits in person, and now you're doing the face-to-face visits, but online. So let's have a think about what what the difference is going to be. Well, certainly there's going to be things that are going to still be the same, you know, so it's not all different. So, you know, think about the things that you're going to be the same. So Think about when you did you know, a usual meeting. So if you were going off to see a new prospect, then you would have done some preparation. You'd have researched the company. You'd have tried to ascertain why the company you're visiting needs your product or service. You've checked probably people out on LinkedIn that you're going to meet, that sort of thing. And for an existing client, you know, you'll have checked the activity that's going on with you. You'd have prepared to, to showcase them a couple of new ideas or new products or new service you hope they'll be interested in. And in both cases, you know, you'd probably take some literature along or presentation or a plan or something or other, and you'd arrive on time and you'd look the part. (laughs) So is there anything that's going to be different when you visit online? Well, there is. Of course there is. You're not going. That's the first major difference. So well, you don't have to worry about the traffic. So there's no excuse for being late. (laughs) You don't have to worry about all those miles that you previously travelled to get there. So all that time you've gained back. So lots, you know, things will, you know, you have to worry about finding the loo's or make, you know, or whether you can get a decent coffee before you go to the meeting. All that's disappeared. But what's been replaced is that you're going to need to get kitted out. So I've got a little kit list for you here and I'll put this on the show notes as well. So I've been using virtual meetings now for quite some time and I've learned quite a lot about the kit that you need. So... You know, here's my, here's my list of little bits of kit that you need. So number one is I think a webcam is really important. Most of the people I've noticed who I've been having virtual meetings with are not using webcams. You can see a massive difference. So most Macs, laptops, phones, whatever, I've got a cam, yeah, and you can use it. But it's not designed to give you high-quality images in in the way a webcam does. So try and get yourself a webcam. Now, I know that webcams have been in massive demand. I use a Logitech one, a 920, and I've had it about three years, and it's really, really good. And if I toggle between uh, my Mac built-in camera, which, again, is only about two or three years old, and my webcam, I can notice a huge difference. So try and get yourself a webcam. Get yourself a USB microphone as well, because the audio quality on video calls is probably actually more important than the video quality. So get yourself a USB microphone. You can pick them up for 30, 40 pounds, just plugs into the back of or into the side of whatever system you want. If you're using your phone or your iPad or something, make sure you've got the right connector to uh, pair the two together. It's just a little little thing that bridges the gap between the USB and, and, you, and the connection on your phone, the lightning connection or whatever it is. Always really useful that. Because the audio quality on most people's built-in stuff is not really good enough anymore. So next thing up is a second monitor. Get yourself a second monitor, about the same size as the monitor you're using, or even bigger. You can, you know, just a monitor. You don't need another PC. Just a monitor that you can cable into. And the reason for that is that when you are screen sharing, it's always good to get everything pre-loaded on your second monitor. So if you're going to show me a presentation or a little video or a a bit of web or share some web stuff, whatever it is. I mean, this is so much easier to do than when you did it face to face, uh, when you're fiddling around in someone's office trying to get the Internet connection and all that stuff. So but get prepared, get it all onto a second monitor. And particularly if you do, if you're delivering a webinar uh, or a Zoom meeting or something, again, get all the stuff on the second monitor, the Q&A. We'll talk about webinars in a separate uh, episode, but get it all on that second monitor. Next thing is your background, because if you're working from home, um, I've got a purpose-built office, but it doesn't mean I've got a great background view, um, but most people haven't got a purpose-built office. Most of people will, like yourself, you could be working in a spare room or something like that. So, sort out a virtual background, and everybody's you know started off three months ago with the Golden Gate Bridge and all that sort of funny things. It was great, but you can do some really nice backgrounds for yourself. So just create one using your own logos or whatever you want to do. You know, don't make it too busy, but just make it look slick and professional. I've seen people go on calls with pull-up banners behind them, which is fine, but you can do better than that because you can just create the pull-up banner as a slide and then do a screenshot of it and upload it as your virtual background. Next thing is a chair. Um, I always find that um, sitting in my normal office chair makes me feel a bit sort of slumpy, really, if you know what I mean. So... Get a stool. Uh, A friend of mine said, oh, Trevor, get yourself a guitar stool. And uh, I'm sitting on it right now, actually. And it does make a difference. It's a kind of halfway house between standing up, which you may prefer to do, if you've got a stand up desk, brilliant. I mean, that is probably the best way. And and slumping in your chair because on the calls you need to be energised in the same way you would if you were in a meeting with somebody. So you need to be energised. You know, there's a big difference between delivering a presentation standing up and slumped in your chair. And it, you will, you might not notice it. I think you will notice it, but the person on the other side certainly will. Next up, wear you know wear your proper clothes. You know, your professional clothes. That's really important because you need to feel the part and look the part even though you're you're you know you're not there but you know don't dress down just because you're doing it virtually you know that's not what the impression you don't you don't want to create that impression even if the person on the other end of the call is dressed down you you know make you feel the part and the and and the last couple of things is have a glass of water handy just in case you need to have a quick slurp of something okay i mean you can get quite hot on these calls if you're sitting in your office at home or whatever so you know just just do that as well and uh, check the sunshine levels. Where's the sunshine coming in? Because you can see that when you go on. You know, log on first, check what it looks like before you connect with your customer. But you don't want the sun beaming in behind you, you know, because that, uh, that won't be great or beaming in in front of you. So, okay, it's usually in front of you. And then finally, if you're working from home, I fully accept it's difficult. If you've got you know other people in the house, children, animals, all that sort of stuff, but you know try and make sure that you know you put a sign up that says busy on the door or something like I do uh, in my and uh, and then it just warns everybody that you're on those calls because you know it doesn't sound that professional if you've got your kids in the background and the dog barking. I mean it's okay, you know we get used to it, but you know come on, we can all we can all sort of move on a little bit from that if we can. So there we go. That's number one kit. Right. So I, I spent a bit of time on that because I think it's really important to get the kit right. OK, number two is then is the way you run the meeting. And I'm going to do a you know a, a, an extended episode on that again at some point. But it, it really is important. And the, the big thing is that you are running the meeting. It is you that's running the meeting. So you've got a certain amount of time, I imagine. And it, you have to run the meeting in probably a different way you do face to face, where you would probably be dictated to a little bit by the other person. But this time you're running the meeting. So tell them what's going to happen, what you're going to show them and what you want them to do. And that's the same way you would if you were delivering a presentation. Tell them what you're going to tell them. Remember that bit from one of the presentation podcasts. So that's important. Work out your plan and explain right at the beginning. This is what's going to happen. This is how long it's going to take. And then this is what I, you know, imply that this is what you want them to do next. So, you know, get that all that prepared. Don't, don't wing it, is what I'm really saying, but take control of it so you're in charge. Because the danger is, you know, a virtual meeting, you could be 15 minutes faffing around with some small talk and then the guy says, well, actually Trevor, you better get on because I've only got 15 more minutes. And you think, oh God, you know, I'm never going to get that. So you take control of it. Number three is be very focused when you're sharing your screen and information. Okay, so if you turn up with your laptop, you can flick through a few slides and all that sort of stuff, and you might miss a few out and you can get away with it if it's if it's a, you know not very well organized or indeed you've got stuff on there that you really you don't need to show. But when you're doing a virtual meeting, you know you remember when you start showing a screen, that means that's what that person's going to see. so you don't want to be flicking through different slides, so you get really well focused and be ruthless with, if you're going to use slides with those slides. Make sure that every single slide earns its place in the presentation and is relevant to the customer. It's not, you know, something you want to show off about. It's what's useful to them. Um, Again, we'll talk about that in more detail. And I'll have covered that in a previous podcast when I've talked about, you know, presentations. Number four, don't forget how important voice and body language is on a virtual call. All right, you might think, what? What? How can how can body language be important? Well it is. And that's why I think sitting on a chair will make you feel energized and it will help you push energy towards the person on the other end of the screen. All right. Now, this yeah, you know, may sound a little crazy, but it, it is it does work. All <laughs> right. So you need to deliver your online whatever it is, presentation, demos, you know, sales pitch, whatever. With the same enthusiasm and passion that and and you know, and use your hands as I'm using right now, although you can't see them on the podcast, um, that you would in person. And your voice is really important. So if you're gonna deliver your presentation in the same voice all the way through, Trevor, it's not gonna be very interesting, is it? So, you know, use your voice in the same way you would. So again, it's you know, this is why it is it is like doing a presentation, but you just even if you're just running a client meeting, you still have to maintain that level. Where you're using your voice. And one of the top tips I would always say to people when they're delivering virtually is keep using the person's name. So, Trevor, what do you, you know, I'd just like to show you this. And so what do you think of that, Trevor? And that leads me on to question number five is that, you know, don't whatever you do, just be you, 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 you all the time. If you've been asked, you know, if you're doing a little demo or you're doing a little sales pitch or, a, you know, a little presentation to somebody, then make sure you break it up. Keep getting them involved. Otherwise, you know, you will only see a little bit of them on the screen because you've got the slideshare on. Keep them involved. Ask them questions and even, you know, and, you know and bring them into the conversation. So what do you think of this, Trevor? You know, can you visualize what it's like to use? What, what do you normally do? You know, all those questions. So get your questions pre-prepared as well. Don't sound scripted, but have them to hand. You've got to ask questions as you go through. That's number five. And number six is practice. Now, in business, we don't practice enough. Um, I listened to a great podcast. It's called Don't Tell Me The Score. And there was a recent episode and they were talking about deliberate practice. And in business, we just don't do practice at all. I'm going to get somebody on soon to talk about practice on the podcast. So it's really, really important. So practice using the kit and then practice how it's going to go. All right. You will make a huge difference. and. You know, when was the last time you practiced anything? And then finally, when you finish the call, you know, reflect on it. And again, this is something we don't do very well, isn't it, really? You know, how often do you do a face-to-face, you know, in the previous world? How often would you go into a client, do a face-to-face meeting, then get back in your car, you'd write up a few notes and you'd probably fill in your CRM. But what you wouldn't do, I bet, is reflect on how well you delivered that call. You know, could you have done better? What worked? What didn't work? How often do you do that? I'm going to do a whole episode on that as well. Right. Okay. so there we go. So this is episode 120 of my podcast, but it's the first episode of Better Presentations, More Sales. And I hope that that's given you a bit of a flavour. If you're coming back to work and you've been used to doing those in-person visits and you're now going to do in-person online, I hope that's given you a few pointers as to how to do it. I'm going to put this all in a long article, well, longish article on LinkedIn as well, so look out for that. Now, if you'd like to come on the podcast and share any thoughts and ideas you have, or you've got some questions you'd like uh, me to answer on the podcast, then drop me a line, uh, email me, direct message me, or even better, send me an audio file, a good quality audio file recorded on your new USB microphone, that you can, then I can play, I can build the audio question. You can be on the podcast then because I can play your question into the podcast and answer it with you asking me live effectively on the podcast. So do it that way around. It's much more fun. So I'm really excited about this new format. I think it's, I think it's, you know, it's taken me a long time to realise how to pull presentations and sales together, but I think I'm just about working towards it now. So very excited about that. Um, and don't forget on my website, treverleemedia.co.uk, there are still lots of free resources on there. I've got eight little videos about sales, eight little videos about presentations. and They're all between three and five minutes, and they're all about little skills you can learn to help you do better in both sales and presentations. So there's voiceover slides. As I say, they're three to five minutes each. And you just click on them. You don't have to give me your email or anything like that. You just click on them and they play. Wow, how great is that? All right, that's the end of this episode. Thanks very much for listening. Episode 121 will be coming to you next Monday. If you do like the podcast do please leave me a review. That would be fantastic. Somewhere on your podcast app, if you scroll down a little bit, it'll say leave a review. You can you can leave a review. You can put a little comment in there. You can press the stars that you think it's worth pressing. Hopefully it's five. That would be really, really great because that makes a huge, huge difference. Right, so good luck if you are returning from furlough and you're starting out on this new life as a virtual face-to-face salesperson. Best of luck with it. And I'll see you on the next episode. Thanks very much for listening. Bye now.